Welcome to the Christine Means Business Podcast. My name is Christine Hansen and I'm a business consultant helping entrepreneurs to scale their business without working more through wonderful team management, leadership and strategy. Together with fellow experts or my own, this podcast is designed to share the most actionable tips, pieces of wisdom and anecdotes that will help you to avoid any mistakes that will cost you time or money to grow your business. It is my absolute joy to share that knowledge with you to help you for your ultimate success. You will get a new episode every two weeks and there's loads of free materials on my website christinemeansbusiness.com. So go ahead and check that out and I'm looking forward to hear your feedback and please don't forget to give us a couple of stars if you enjoy what you've been hearing on your podcasting platforms. And without further ado, let's start the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this brand new episode of Christine Wins Business. And this is one of my faves because I am with a genius business person who I also like. You do know that I don't work <laughs> with people I do not like. And I really respect her a lot. Um, I've seen a little bit behind the scenes of her business because I was part of one of her projects and she's just, yeah, to me, listen carefully because there's going to be lots of goodness. So I'm talking about Kelsey Chapman, who is an author, community builder, online educator, and host of the Radiant podcast. She wholeheartedly believes dreams are worth pursuing and is passionate about teaching women how to walk with purpose in their gifts and live from a place of identity and rest. Oh my God, I'm already in love. Also, that they can carry their dreams and vision for the long haul. After a few years of fumbling her way through post-grad life and a brief stint overseas, Kelsey realized that her entrepreneurial itch wasn't going to go away. She came home, got to work, and tuned a part-time blog and side hustle into a multi-six-figure business in just two years. That is legit, my friends, so keep listening. From there, she realized her business savvy traits and desire to empower others could be translated into something bigger through teaching everything she's learned with others. And in just four years, she has mentored hundreds of clients and thousands of students through building their brand, growing their platform, and stewarding their influence. Today, Kelsey plays the role of personal cheerleader to an engaged audience of 100,000 followers, or is that 100,000K? I'm not sure. Well, 100,000. <laughs> followers, hosts the Radiant podcast and empowers and equips women. Um, most recently, her book, What They Taught Me, recognizing the mentors who will take you from dream to done. So Kelsey, welcome to this episode. I'm so excited to have you. And that journey has so many things, so many boxes that I love, like the passion, of course, but everyone talks about passion. But then we have the money piece, which I always find important. And now you, 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 a lot of you find me through the Get Paid podcast. <laughs> so it's just, I love my numbers. But then also, I love the word integrity and rest, you know, because I just had a session with my energy coach this morning because I was so tired and I haven't really been working since lockdown. And uh, part of it was because I was lazy. No, I wasn't lazy. Let me rephrase that. I just didn't really want to. <laughs> I was tired. 
And so I love that you are addressing this as well. And also in a way that you've created a business model for yourself that allows you to make a really beautiful income without having to hustle like a crazy person. So welcome. And I'm really excited to get started, which is basically... You have this clarity now. How did that happen? Like, do you have an, a moment or maybe a couple of pieces in your journey, like the main stepping stones that you remember where you're like, oh, this is what taught me how to get here? Oh, man. So, <laughs> speaking to rest specifically, that is a lesson I relearn every season. That's why it's built into my bio because. It's a huge core value of mine, but I'm actually pretty bad at it. Oh. And so I am an Enneagram seven through and through. And so what that means is more is better. You know, <laughs> too much of a good thing is a good thing until it's not. And a couple of points. And once again, I found myself here recently. I have gotten to a place where my body hurts all over from working 7am to midnight because I like to work. And I think even in therapy, I'm learning I'm a control freak, not in the sense of a micromanager. I, I would not fit your textbook description of a control freak, but there's something in me that's like, no, I'll just do it because it'll get done right. It'll It'll just be better. It'll be faster than teaching someone else how to do it. Oh, I delegated that one thing and it's still not done a week later. I'm just going to do it. So it's off my mental to-do list because that feels freeing, but living like this makes me work until 11 PM at night. I'll get up at six or seven and work till midnight. And so I have learned that's not sustainable. A, my body is truly telling me this is not okay. It's like screaming, help me (laughs) through the back of my neck aching all the time. And so I've, I've, I found myself at that point in my journey over and over again, because I'll get in a better rhythm of resting. I always, I, I always like to think, of working in terms of seasons too, of like, there's a season for running and a season for resting. And maybe the season you were just in was a season for resting. I certainly had that at the beginning of quarantine. We went to Indiana to help my mother-in-law um, clean out her house, be with her for, got, ended up being there six weeks. <laughs> I planned to be there too. <laughs> and so I really treated that of like, oh, the days are really slow. This is going to be a season for resting. Um, but I came back home and man, it's been a season for running. And I'm, I'm back to that place of saying, okay, I, I dove in head first to some things I'm really passionate about right now, but this is not sustainable. So how do I get back in my rest rhythms? Because I want to, I do want to carry my dreams with integrity. And I don't think if, I don't think without rest, you can do that for the long haul because no. I don't know about you, but when I'm overworked and not resting, I'm that person who's stretched thin, bitter, mad at the world while doing things I love. It's like, I look at my lineup of the day and it's all things I love. It might be a friend visiting. It might be a work project I'm passionate about, an amazing dinner, but I'm just mad doing it all. I weekend. <laughs> I'm really like the biggest wuss ever. I don't know how I managed to do a regular eight hour job in my life before. Because if I have three appointments in my schedule for a day, I freak out. I'm like, this is too much. It's a busy day. I can't take it. And I hate it. So now I have Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays and Fridays where I 
don't take appointments where it's only work time, me time, and Tuesdays and Thursdays are those where I have social or, you know, where I do clients and appointments and things like that. But it's really on those Tuesdays and Thursdays when I see that they fill up, I, I really panic easily. And I used to have a capacity to, you know, work all the time. And now I think it's because everything, once you get into that space where you are in your flow, in your zone of genius, and I'm a generator, I do have a lot of energy, but as soon as it's not exactly what I want to do, I'm much more aware how it's draining me. So it's, it's really crazy. And, and it's especially appointments that I don't quite like. I, it's just like, it's like oh. a kicking and screaming kind of thing. <laughs> I, I so relate to that because I, I just heard your human design reference. I am a reflector and so I'm very sensitive. Yeah. Um, I wish there was more information about reflectors out there. It seems to be like, just not as it's, it's, there's a smaller percentage of people that are reflectors. So I, I'm like soaking up every bit of information I can about it, but I do know I'm sensitive and I, I am similar. If a, if a meeting is not one I enjoy, my energy just gets totally zapped from that. Um, and, and I learned one thing I've been talking about in therapy a lot is just my lack of boundaries. I have lack of boundaries with clients. I have lack of boundaries with friends. I have lack of boundaries in my whole life. Didn't know what a boundary was till 29. Lack and so you just say it like that, you know, it's, I, I, it, it is just, and because I have looked at boundaries as limiting, like, no, I just want, I want everyone to have access to me all the time. I just want to love people. I want, you know, no boundaries equals kindness. And as I'm learning in therapy, my therapist is like, no boundaries equal freedom. And you will be more kind than the people in front of you. You will be more inclusive, more accepting. So it's a journey. So that whole rest piece built into my bio is because it's the biggest learning curve of my career. I love that. I absolutely love that. Now you have, um, and I want to talk about this a little bit. So we met or you got onto my radar because of a program that you have that's called Your Course Toolkit. And it's phenomenal. So you guys, if you haven't heard of it or if you haven't come across, you should check it out. It's called Your Course Toolkit. And it's like, I don't know, once a quarter or so, once a month. I'm not even sure. Sometimes it's once a month. I, I, I skip some months here and there, but for the most part, once a month. So it's genius. Once a month, Kelsey has a list of creators who have basically not donated. Like everyone gives one course um, or one module, something that they have or a resource that they have into the bundle. And then it's like usually it's 20 and more. And the whole thing sells for, is it 97? 99 bucks. Yeah. 99 bucks, which is like the value is insane. And I, even though I've been in business for five years now and I do love my shit, there's still a lot of stuff where I'm like, oh, this is actually something I'd really enjoy or I think that would be easy to implement. Or we, I literally say, okay, I want to give this to my VA to, to learn that stuff and implement it for me. And so we got in touch through there and I'm also working with someone else who we both work together focusing on how you can optimize a business basically you know how can you create something where you don't have to basically do all the work but where you have others helping you and that's where the word collaboration is coming up and so I really want to talk about that because in the end what is happening is that not only is Kelsey promoting the course toolkit but every creator who is part of this 
promotes it and everyone gets a cut, right? So obviously you get something if someone buys from you, but also if you have, you know, random people joining you, you might not get paid, but they get onto your list because they obviously enroll with you. So it's similar to a summit, but I just find it has so much more value in a way. It works really, really well. And even if you're not someone who has contributed, you can still promote it and get an affiliate cut. And so I want to talk a little bit about these collaborations and also this affiliate kind of thing. How did that happen? Like, how did you get that on your radar? And what were maybe some of the do's and don'ts that you figured out along the way when you created this? Man, so it's been a learning curve as I was telling you. As I was telling you, I, you know, was invited to be a part of a course bundle and basically gave an entire list of all my friends because I'm a connector. Like if I'm doing something, I want my friends to do it with me. I'm, you know, we're all going to take each other to the top. Okay. And so I, you know, had sent over all my friends. I was part of this bundle and I was like, wow, I just, I just helped pull that together. I could do this. So <laughs> I started kind of, I started conceptualizing one. I mean, I think I pulled it together in like two months and last November I launched your course toolkit because, you know, as I look at all of the various things I do, the heartbeat through it all is scrappy marketing. I love helping the underdog have access to resources they might not otherwise have. And so for me, yeah, personally, I'm at a place where I'll invest in a $2,500 course or mentorship program. But when I got started, I was poor. <laughs> and so, you know, most of, us. <laughs> yes. most of us are, you know, and even if you're not poor, you, you should be fiscally responsible and not just <laughs> blow a ton of cash. <laughs> and so I am always thinking about that person. You know, when I got started, my husband and I, he was kind of like, as long as you break even at the end of each month, like invest in your business, spend money on whatever. But if you'll just break even, we're good. Um, because we were both baristas. So we were living on, I had two college degrees, but didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. So I was working at Starbucks and finding myself and had no money. And so if we can do it on our, on a barista budget, you can too. So I, um, you know, started learning. I am a lifelong learner, like love to learn. And then when I learn something, I'm going to turn around and share it with my friends. And I, I just soaked up a few years of learning in those early, in those early phases. And so, you know, I remember the first time. I invested in a $2,000 program. I was like, oh my God, I didn't tell David till after I pulled the trigger. Like, hey, honey, sorry, you spent two I grand. No Christmas and, present for you. Yes, surprise. <laughs> um, totally ended up making my money back through joining that program. Um, but I will say like just investing in programs felt very scary. And so I just thought, man, it, it, it's totally aligned with the heartbeat of what I do for someone to be able to get 25 courses for $99. It's a win for the customer, but it's also a win for the creators because often as course creators, we are looking for new ways to build exposure. We're always looking to build our list of buyers. So even if we discount our courses to put in this toolkit and we only make our cut off of affiliate commissions, we still end up with a list of 100, 150 buyers who mm -hmm. might buy something else down the road I mean you told a story to me of finding another creator through exactly. it and, and buying I bought, her I big her package 
huge package. I think it was, it's the biggest package that she has. So that's like 4,000 or 6,000. Yes. So that kind of exposure is so worth it for everyone. And, And anything I like to do, I'm weighing, is this a win for the creator? And is this a win for the customer? And maybe the win for the creator might not look like a bundle sales, but a new client. And so I, um, I really, I really love collaboration and it just felt fitting. Um, and it really does something in my soul that's fulfilling in the sense of, man, someone who's just getting started or just a learner and doesn't need to spend a ton of money at this point in time, maybe they're in the middle of their business journey and just want to learn a little bit about web design or they've never used social or it's just, even for me, it was not something I needed, but it's stuff I liked or I was interested in. And, you know, hey. at that point, it's like, well, 99 bucks, that's like nothing because most of the time that course alone would be 99 and you still get other things, you know, or concepts I hadn't thought about where I was like, actually, I could add this. Or one was to build your own quarterly magazine out of your blog posts in Canva. And I was like, this is genius. I love this. If you do this properly, you know, it's, I think I have it in the back of my mind and then I think I'll probably hire a freelance to do at some point, you know, but I think it's really nice to see what else is out there or maybe for mentees or people that you know, just like how to build your Squarespace page in a day, you know, so it's, it's just amazing to see the resources that are out there that you can do to bootstrap because in the beginning, that's what we have to do. And I think totally. it's also healthy because if I am all for outsourcing. Like at some point you you should, and it's the right thing to do. But I also am a big believer that you should know a little bit about what you're doing and what they are doing, because if shit hits the fan, you can go and pick up the pieces if there is an emergency. Well, yeah. I mean, and if you have a team, you know, the reality is, is it's pretty rare for your team to be as bought into your vision as you are. I mean, like that's a lot to ask. And so at some point, that team member might quit in the important part of in the most important moment of your business. And you need to know how to hop in and do the job, you know? And so I, I, I'm a big fan of delegating as well, but I, I, I am very passionate about people knowing what's going on in their business and, and knowing at least how to do it just a touch. It might not be like, you know, doing it the same way an expert would do it. Um, but at least being able to get it in there and get scrappy. And so I, I love having these courses too in my back pocket. I have, I go ahead after every bundle, create a login for each course and no, it's there in my back pocket. It's brilliant. And like, for instance, I have a course about podcasting. I teach podcasting, but I'll go through the podcast courses and see if there's anything I don't know. Exactly. One sentence can change everything. I was at dinner with someone this summer And she said one sentence about summit models. We've referenced summits a few times and it flipped this model on its head and changed everything for me. And I restructured some things and pulled off four summits in a month because I'm literally insane Um, and relearning how to rest because that was a bad idea. But, uh, but, um, you know, one sentence from someone can change everything. And so you always have room to learn. I am a big fan of, you know, just these courses providing access to new learning opportunities. I totally agree. I totally agree. 
So when you had the idea and you were like, okay, I'm going to do this. I have a concept. How did you structure this whole thing? Because I can't, I love how simple it is, but I can imagine that some people are like, this is going to be so complex. This is going to be a nightmare affiliate. Do I have to take out my calculator? How do I do this? So maybe walk us a little bit through the process because in the end, it means that the more it gets known, the less you have to do and you'll still get paid really nicely. So how totally was this set up? And did maybe also, did anything come up for you while you were setting it up in terms of, you know, a learning curve or a lesson learned, something like that? Yeah. So I um, knew there was already some affiliate software out there and I can build my own websites and build my own sales pages. So I just did build a website real fast, like in a weekend. Um, it was simple. Like the website looks better now than it looked in its first iteration. I'm always improving it. Sometimes after a bundle, I'll hire my personal web designer for like, you know, two of her design hours to go in and work some magic or I had to redo all my social graphics in January, yeah. you know? Um, but the first iteration, I'm like, let me just make some graphics. Let's just build it. It won't be the most beautiful, but it'll be pretty. And I know affiliate tracking software. So I started with tap affiliate. Um, love it. It's really great. It. Embedded a moon clerk form into my website. So simple. I mean, I'm used to, I had a, for my e-courses, I had a $10,000 custom site build, but <laughs> I knew that wasn't the most fiscally responsible thing to do with a new idea. So I just built it myself, used tap affiliate first launch, we made $17,000. And so, I mean, obviously that was not my cut. That was the revenue, but I was very pleased. Like, oh, wow. Even if I'm taking home 25% of this after fees for about 20 hours of work, I can do this. <laughs> I can do this. Yeah. And so the, that tap affiliate is what I used to track at the beginning. I have actually shifted over to Sam cart since. And from there, you just plug in numbers. You're like my affiliates get 70% of every sale. Um, 30% is left to me. Now, of course I'm handling processing payments, PayPal fees yeah. out of that 30% or something. Yeah. About 5%. And so, um, tap affiliate kind of tells me this is what you owe each, each, contributor. And then I go, I deposit the money into my bank account and then go over to Stripe or go over to PayPal and pay them out. And it's, you know, all in all, maybe 40 hours of work to pull off each one. But for me, that felt like a really viable route for the season. I don't know that it'll last forever. Horse bundles might get played out over time. Um, but for now, it's something that's fulfilling because I know I'm able to give access to people. It's a viable revenue stream and it's a win for every creator and every customer. So why not do it? I love this. I really love this. I love the simplicity of it. And I think it's also a food for thought for other people who might not feel the vibe of summits, who might not feel the vibe of course, courses, but why not take something else and do take the same model and just fill in the gap instead of courses. What else could you do this with, right? Because I work with so many coaches, so they don't necessarily have, you know, a, a course or a module, but why not do it, you know, see what you can teach and see how you can do the same thing, but just with XYZ, fill in what you feel in your audience needs that you want to make accessible. Because I think my thing with summits is that I just feel people, it's too much. 
most totally. Of it. It's like you have to watch five interviews a day. It's just not doable. And even if you buy it, at some point you're all talked out, right? <laughs> so I just find sometimes it's too much. So I think this is a little bit more digestible because you have immediately you get access. You know, you just log in and then it's there. It's yours. Totally. You know? I really like the business model. Now, this is one that I love this obviously because I love working 40 hours and having a super nice, decent income. You also have um, a mentorship program. So I want to talk a little bit about that. So it's called Dream to Done. And so what exactly is that? What is your mentorship program exactly? And how did you structure it? So I originally structured Dream to Done as a course plus mastermind, and that was just, man, a blast of a year. Those girls and I are so close. They're close to each other. We just went, um, we just went through, oh, I'm going to restart that sentence. I'm so sorry. So we, we went through the year together and built out, you know, our businesses, and it was just so special to watch these girls grow and thrive and flourish. I just went on a hike with, you know, one that lives in Washington when I was out in Washington recently. It, it's, it was so fun. I mean, I was a young life leader back in my day in college. And so mentoring girls is just, that's what lights me up. I just wrote a book about mentorship. Um, but after that year, I ended up turning it just into a flat out course with a Facebook group where people could interact. And then I have since launched the Dreaming Clubhouse, which is more of just a monthly business Q&A and a quarterly book club because I wanted something really simple that wasn't, you know, a mastermind cost, but something someone could check in, ask their questions, ping off of everyone else in the group and and move on with their day and so that's what that that also feels a little more true to me personality wise mm -hmm. um and so i i'm really excited about the dreaming clubhouse i mean i'm launched it's launched this month and so um that's a place where after they go through these course toolkit bundles or go through one of my programs if they just want a place not to truly hash out the nuances of their business like a like a mastermind or a one-on-one -on -one session but just say hey y'all I'm, I'm dealing with tap affiliate and i've lost can someone yeah. just do you know anything about it and i'm like yeah let me hop in that is fun for me and so that's where we are um going to be focusing most of our mentorship energy um, in the next quarter, next year, because that's a really fun space for me. So I'm loving the simplicity of it. Um, and I know personally, just having someone that I can ask questions to has been pivotal for my business. Sometimes I don't need this elaborate strategy session. I just want a, a space to ask my questions. And exactly. So, I agree. And I'm one of those people. I don't like Facebook groups. Like It's just not my thing. Totally. I really appreciate it when I have a group where you can just jump in and jump out goodbye, where you don't have to do check-ins and things like that. Totally. So I have a question for you because I find most of my clients are really, really keen on opening a group and do a group program straight from the bat. Like that's something, it's the first thing I hear all the time. I want to do this group program. And here's, I'm always... I always say the same thing, basically, if you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you will know that, that I always think that there has to be a certain time in your journey where you're ready to open a group program, because I think you first have to actually know what you're doing. You have to know what the pain points are. And then you also need a certain number 
of people to run a group program, right? So here's my question to you. You've had a successful membership, mentorship program for a while now. How did you handle that in the beginning? How did you know it was the right time for you? And also, how do you get the numbers? You know, I started a group program and, and I'm with you. I am not a fan of just jumping right into a group program. I'm like, have a service-based business and or, you know, a one-on-one -on -one coaching business, serve people, see their pain points, understand what they're going through and then develop the program. It just, the, the energy to pull off a group program is not more simple. You know, people think, oh, one-to-many is so much easier than one-to-one. -one. Yeah, yeah. Kinda, you know, like I think you need that one-on-one -on -one experience before you go one to many. And because it takes a lot of marketing, it takes a lot of bells and whistles to make it like a nurturing space. Um, like I said, I spent $10,000 building out my like hub for that. And so I'm very much a pro doing one-to-one -one or, you know, building out your service-based business first mm -hmm. and then stepping into group coaching um, but I found that I really did enjoy it. I love the energy of people pinging off one another, um, you know, versus me nurturing everyone. Someone can ask, you know, their peer question. I found that, you know, I met Haley who participated in our bundle and you're working with through a group coaching program. We have the same business mentor. And so I, I feel like there's so much power in that cross pollination there as well. And so I'm a big fan. I don't know that I fully answered your question. I'm a big fan of group coaching programs, but I am with you. Just do one-on-one -on -one coaching for a year or two before yeah. you dive right into that. You know, you learn so much in those individual conversations with clients that you might not have the time and space to pick up in a group coaching program first. You kind of hash out the kinks first. So I agree. I love that answer because it's, you know, it's sometimes I feel like you, you, we need to hear it from different people who've actually done it, you know, yeah. in there who have run that business, who know what it's like to actually sell one too many. It's a different animal. It's just not the same thing. So yeah, I totally, totally, totally love this. All right, so we have, um, let me just quickly check here. Da, 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 da. Uh, all right, so the easiest thing is, I think I have people who are, well, most people who've been listening would probably be at this edge of their seats to hear more or to find out where they can find the course toolkit, right? But where can people, I find, obviously we're going to let them know the exact um, URL, the exact link, but I also know that a lot of people love to go off the podcast and then stalk the people that have been interviewed. So in a lovable, stalkable, non-creepable way, where can people find you and what is your, or what is your favorite social media platform at the moment? I hang out mostly on Instagram um, and my handle's Kelsey Chapman. I have, you know, you can find me there at my website too, KelseyChapman.com, but I'm Kelsey Chapman on Instagram and come Whoa. hang with me. Perfect. So go and check her out. I would also highly recommend to listen to the podcast. Um, so the Radiant podcast, and I believe that's on Apple and on Spotify and what have you. So have a listen on there too, to get inspiration, have amazing tips. So I, we can really, I can't recommend it enough. Like it's just, I'm really excited about watching you just like seeing what you're doing. I love 
looking at other people's businesses and seeing, you know, what they're doing, inspiring, seeing is there something I'd love to or not, or just getting ideas even for my own clients. So I'm really, truly grateful that you've been so sharing about all these different priorities, such as make sure that you get enough rest up to collaborating. It's not something scary. Nobody's taking something away from someone. It's literally providing the most good for the most people. And then also the mentorship kind of when is the best moment to do that. So we've had basically three huge topics today going a little bit from here and there, but I think it's been really, really resourceful and very, very helpful for everyone listening. So Kelsey, thank you so, so, so much for being on here today. Thank you so much for having me. It was a total joy. (laughs) All right. And I'm going to head up. I'm melting. Like if you see like me, like wiping my face all the time, it's literally because it's a thousand degrees and (laughs) I'm like melting. It's just ridiculous. So with that, this is in August, actually 2020. So I'm not sure when this is going to go out, but probably it won't be quite as hot anymore. And you guys will see me back in two weeks with a solo episode on no clue what topic yet because I always (laughs) see content creation. But um, you will find me back here and you can go to the show notes to find all the links to Kelsey's amazing stuff. All right. And with that, bye everyone. All right, and here is what I usually forget at the end of every episode. So first off, thank you so much for listening and taking the time to tune in. We really, really, really appreciate it. Now, don't forget that I've written a book with everything you need to know about growing and building a business online. It's called We Mean Business, the practical guide for creative entrepreneurs, coaches and small businesses to build your brand and grow your business online. You can find it on Amazon, but also in other online bookstores and on my website. Also, please make sure that if you want to stalk me, you follow me on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube or Twitter or Pinterest or TikTok. And if there was anything in this episode that you learned, that you found entertaining, that made you giggle, then I would be over the moon if you'd left us a five-star rating. These ratings go a long way for more people to tune in and make sure that you follow the podcast as well to share the love and to have more people find it. Thank you so much and we'll see you in two weeks time for a new episode.